Well, busy old day in the capital yesterday as the so-called freedom fighters continued their unruly stay on the lawns of Parliament. Three of them were taken into custody after attempting to breach police lines while an official trespassing notice was issued. So how has this been allowed to continue and what should police do here? Jester Burrows, as a former police officer, joins me now. Morning to you. Good morning, Kate. What should the police approach be here? Because there's been criticism they've hung, they, you know, they've hung back and done nothing. Well, they can only do what they can with the resources they've got. That's the issue. It's not like um, this is a huge planned event. People have made comparisons, say, with the Springbok tour back um, in the 80s, where you'd had a planned event, you had known organisers, you had people you could talk to and negotiate with, um, and you had uh, the, the public who, who was sort of divided in half. This is not a, a division in half. This is a, a division of... Um, a small percentage who are absolute zealots and, and are amorphous. I'm not sure that there's a single person you could talk to down there and tell you where they're going to go next and what they're going to do that you could negotiate anything with. And so um, and so it's really difficult then to say, you can say, well, lock them all up, OK? <laughs> How are you actually going to do that with the numbers of police you've actually got to be able to um, enforce that and... So you're you're looking at protecting a perimeter, keeping people safe and locking up the absolute outliers who actually are the biggest pain in the neck um, and dealing with them. And then there'll be other ways of, of sort of slowly, slowly or softly, softly catching monkey where um, you might be able to deal with some of those um, people who have indiscriminately parked or something like that via other systems. But it's going to be long, complicated and expensive. Should the government or any MP at all go out and listen to them? You know, would that have diffused things earlier if they'd had their sort of two minutes and been able to vent their spleen at a politician? Uh, well, they'll always say that, but I'm not sure that that's the case. A lot of these people, this is the only thing that makes them famous, and they'll still be talking about it in 50 years' time. Um, and they'll be wearing every every um, incident with the police like a badge of honour. The fact is, they don't want to hear from a politician. They just want to scream at them, shout at them and abuse them. So when you're a politician, you're making a decision about whether you're going to go and stand out on the steps. Half of you is saying, well, you know, you go and show the flag, get yelled at, and you walk away, but at least you get points for turning up. I'm not sure you get any points for turning up in respect of this, because well over half the population, if they saw a politician there being screamed at, would say, well, you know, why did you even bother going out there? There's no point in that. Um, and and then what, what protesters probably aren't even thinking about is, the worse they are for the people that we have elected to represent us, actually the less um, the less traction they will get with the public as people who are so-called freedom fighters. Yeah. Well, just briefly, um, Chester, before you go, how much of a strain is this all putting on police resources? Well, I, I don't know the exact numbers, and I'm not sure the police have said, but, you know, if there's 300 cops there, um, uh, that, then, then that's 300 cops that actually aren't working shift work or aren't um, doing other duties and so there's always, when it comes to human resources you're you're sort of robbing Peter to pay Paul, you're taking them off their rostered work to go and do something else and so there will be a strain on resources and then not just moving them around the place but um, but also the strain on the public for not being able to, to get the service that they would have dealt with so they would have taken probably people off court duties, people off um, uh, youth aid, people off all these other maybe backroom things, taking people off other shifts and all that sort of stuff mm. to be able to do to be able to stand there and just be abused. Yeah. Um, but you know, 
the policeman's lot is not always an unhappy one. No. Chester, thanks so much for being with us. Chester Burrows, former uh, police officer. It just seems such a divisive, polarising time at the moment, doesn't it? And you just do wonder, you know, the serious question behind it is when do we drop the mandates? Uh, but it's kind of getting carried away with, with, with chaos, unfortunately. The message is not getting through clearly enough.